as you have the nature of joy you hold to be rejoicing but you see it's not enough to have the nature you must put your nature to work now because god already promised that he's going to be with us in his world to the end of days we have no cause to be sad we have every cause to be number one thing you must treasure is god's voice god must be able to speak to you at all times a believer must be in alignment with god a believer must be able to decode god's voice. now if god doesn't just give the word sometimes he gives instructions those instructions are like strategy don't just receive the promise in your heart also receive the process Jesus, hallelujah, glory, 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 hallelujah. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Glory to God, hallelujah. Whoo, glory, glory, glory. Sometimes you just, you know, have to just go glory to God, hallelujah. All right, today is a special Thanksgiving and testimonies, you know, Sunday. And I will got to be grateful to God. I mean, Thanksgiving is our life. Um, but then today, officially, our communion worldwide, we give God praise. We give him thanks. We dance. We rejoice. We sing. We give him all the glory because he's God. There is nothing on earth that can detrude him. There is nothing that can terrorize heaven right from the earth. Glory to Jesus. Now, um, at the beginning of this month, God inspired my heart that we should focus on uh, the way forward uh, this month. The way forward. The way forward. All right? And I remember, I've shared with you on how to move on when I discuss the introduction. All right? Moving on, not mourning um, over dead matters or past issues. And then um, I remember uh, last Wednesday, I spoke on I spoke on um, confronting um, your giants, confronting your giants, just like David conquered Goliath and um, overcame all forms of hurdles. Glory to Jesus! Today, I want to briefly share with you on shouting to victory. Glory to God! Glory, shouting to victory. This one came to my spirit. We had seven nights, special nights of prayer, and then we prayed. The last day, God gave us a word. And that word God gave us um, is three words. Three words in a statement. He said we, um, should, we are welcome to, to perfection of everything he has begun in us. You know, just like the scripture says that God who has begun a good work in you, we are perfected. To perfection of everything that God has begun, you know, during that prayer meetings. Um, everything God has begun, perfection. And then it says that, you know, it's a new beginning and that everything will be fast-forwarded. It will be fast-forwarded. That's what, is, that's what the Lord says, fast-forward. That is spiritual or supernatural speed. Normally what should take five years will just happen in five months. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So I believe, you hope to believe. I believe, all right, you should believe in those words, that everything will be perfected in your life, and then you are welcome to a new beginning. And then everything that God is doing, all right, that you desire, or that you desire, will be fast-forwarded, that they will happen in a short time. There's spiritual or supernatural, you know, acceleration or speed that we have gained in God's presence, and things will happen faster than we can imagine. Glory to God. 
Amen. Father, we receive your word with gladness. We receive your word with joy. Today we are full of joy. Joy overflow. Joy overflow forevermore in the name of Jesus. There is no happening, no issue, no terrible, you know, stuff going on in the world that will cause us to be sad or sorrowful. In the name of Jesus, we remain intact in your presence and our joy remain intact and we grow in the spirit, in the knowledge of Christ and in grace in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Now, shouting to victory. Shouting to victory. Shouting to victory. And now the Bible says in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink, but is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Now, aren't you glad you belong to the kingdom of God? I belong to the kingdom of God. The Bible says we'll be translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Glory to Jesus. So in the kingdom, what we do or what we are much more conscious of in the kingdom is the righteousness he has made us to be. Or the nature of righteousness that we now have and the peace of God in our hearts and then joy Joy of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. So now I want you to take note. Now one of the ways by which we express our joy is by shouting. One of the ways by which we express our joy is by shouting. Actually being joyful is the celebration, you know, of the manifestation of our expectation. That is, we are, you know, rejoicing and we are glad that God has promised and is, 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 is going to bring it to pass. And we can see, you know, the vision we can see. We have the revelation in our hearts. Though the situations around us, the circumstances are so contradictory, we hold on to the promise of God. We hold on to the promises of God. We hold on to what God has said. And then we are rejoicing and giving him praise because we believe God has given us the land. You know, glory to Jesus. And a lot of people are afraid. A lot of people, you know, are cringing concerning post-COVID, the you know, the crashing of, um, you know, of uh, probably oil prices for, for, for Federal Republic of Nigeria and then all over the world, the economic meltdown, and then a lot of people are losing their job, a lot of people are getting salary slashed, a lot of people, different kind of, but you see, our joy must be intact because we have God's promises. He will take care of us. You know, don't forget, Bible says that, you know, in Matthew chapter 28, if you read from verse um, Verse 18, he said, go ye into all the world and then preach the gospel to the, uh, preach the gospel and make disciples of all men, you know, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. He said, Lord, I will be with you till the end of days. Now, because God already promised that he's going to be with us in his world till the end of days, we have no cause to sorrow. We have no cause to be sad. We have every cause to rejoice. Glory to Jesus. Because his word is with us because he has promised us. So we rejoice not because everything is going on well, especially externally, all right? But then we rejoice because we know things are correct, things are happening, and that we have received the revelation of God's word and the Holy Spirit is witnessing in our hearts that we are children of God and not only that we are children of God, that those things we are expecting are around the corner. Glory to Jesus. So joy, you know, joy is is an is a fruit of the spirit, is the nature of God within us. All right, we don't have a, another nature. We don't have any other mood. The joy 
is our mood. Glory to Jesus. Now you cannot find the sad Holy Spirit. You cannot find the sorrowful Holy Spirit. You can only find a bubbling, a joyful Holy Spirit because there is no sorrow in heaven. There is no sadness in heaven. Rejoicing is a major factor for advancing in life. You know, when we are saying the way forward, you know, when you meet, you know, giants, you meet obstacles, you meet hindrances, one of the ways by which you conquer those giants and overcome the obstacles or fly over all kinds of mountains is by rejoicing and giving God praise. Hallelujah. So, you know, rejoicing is one of the major factors for advancing in life. A sorrowful person does not advance. A sad person finds it difficult, you know, to advance. A heart full of joy has a life full of praise to God and victory around. A life full of joy has a life full of praise to God and victory around. You see, when you can, you know, allow joy of the Lord, you know that you have joy as your nature does not mean you are rejoicing. I mean, I like you to know that, you know, that you have self-control as your nature does not mean you are, you know, have self-control. That you have nature of righteousness does not mean you are living righteously, but you hope to be living righteously. Alright? As you have the nature of joy, you hold to be rejoicing. But you see, it's not enough to have the nature. You must put your nature to work. <laughs> you understand? You must rejoice deliberately. You must refuse to be sad. You must refuse to conform to what the word of God is. The word, the word, the word is dictating to you. You must refuse to conform to the bad news. You must refuse to conform to the horrible news. You must refuse to conform to your past. You must refuse to conform to Things that contradict the promises and the blessings of God in your life. You know, uh, you can only conform to God's word. You can only adjust to God's word. You can only, you know, walk in alignment with the will of God, with the spirit of God. And then you see things unfolding for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, I'd like to share with you something that is very simple, all right? You know, concerning the people, a people, a people referred to as the people of God, of which in the New Testament we, we are also referred to as the people of God. Bible says we are royal priesthood, you know, a holy nation, a peculiar people, a peculiar people that we should show forth the praise of God. Alright? First Peter 2 9. We should show forth the praise of God. So now one of the ways by which we show forth the praises of God is by rejoicing. A believer who is sad cannot win souls. A believer who is sad cannot, you know, nurture souls. A believer who is sad cannot be, you know, having influence on others. Except you'll be making them sad. Alright? So I want to share something with you from the book of, you know, Joshua chapter 6. Now, you've heard about this and then, you know, probably you heard a story and all that. But then I want you to still, you know, listen to me because this is very important. Now, in, 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 in Joshua chapter 6 verse 1, Bible says, Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went in, none went out, and none came in. Jericho was securely shut up. Jericho was securely shut up because of Israelite. Now, I, I, why God led me to this scripture has been on my mind. And now God kept on showing me things. The reason why God is showing me is because there is a word for someone in this passage. Now, there are certain things that have been shut up just because of him. You know, there are certain connections, there are certain information, there are certain, you know, um, um, secrets that have been seriously or securely covered up 
all right, which they know that once you have access to it, then your life will change for better, but was, you know, secured, was, you know, you know, covered up, you know, certain things, certain places, certain routes you are supposed to take, or certain, you know, avenue you are supposed to take over, it was, it's being secured, all right, so nobody is bringing in, you know, information, nobody is coming out, you know, with information. And now there are certain friendships, there are certain networks you can't break into, there are certain opportunities you can't access because it is firmly secure. He said because of Israelites, because they've heard news about how God, through them, parted Red Sea. They've heard news about how God, through them, did so many wonderful things in Egypt. And so they were afraid of the God of Israel. They were afraid of the children of Israel. Now, I want you to understand that the world is afraid of you. The world is afraid of your God. The world knows you can take over. The world knows you can, you know, be in charge. You can take over things from them. And that is the truth. So you must know that people are hiding things from you. People are stopping you from having access to certain information. People want to block you from taking over the land. People want to oppose you. People want to, they are firmly holding on to things so that you will not have access to them. And that's very important. And when we're talking about Jericho, there are certain facts I want you to consider. Because Jericho was a secured city. Jericho was a secured city. Alright? Jericho was a secured city. Now, look at verse 2. Verse 2 says that it was firmly secured. None goes in, none went in, and none came out. And the Lord said to Joshua, See! Now, when you are facing with, I mean, the Israelites were supposed to pass through Jericho, we all know that. They even sent spies. You remember Rehab? And then Rehab exposed the city to them and all that. Now, you probably might have heard all those stories. That were fantastic stories. Now, they needed that city. They needed to take over that city in order to move on. There are certain things you need to take over in order to move on in your life. And you are taking over them in the mighty name of Jesus. When we are considering the way forward is for us to actually move forward. And since we have started declaring and preaching, since I have started preaching it, I believe supernaturally things have started happening. And you will start seeing the effects of that word in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. You are moving forward. Somebody say, I'm moving forward. I'm making progress. I'm moving forward. I'm making progress. I'm taking over cities. I'm taking over land. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. You are taking over the land. You are taking over the city. You are taking over the country. You are taking over souls for Christ in the name of Jesus. You are moving forward. Look at the thing that happened. The, the, it was, the city was firmly secured. And the Bible says, the word of the Lord came to Joshua. You see that? And the Lord said to Joshua. Now, when you are faced with opposition, I've told you that number one thing you must treasure is God's voice, is God's word. God must be able to speak to you. At all times, a believer must be sensitive to God. A believer must be in alignment with God. A believer must be able to decode God's voice. And God said to Joshua. Now, if you're a believer, a, a, a believer of a New Testament, God must, God is communicating to your heart. You are the one that must listen. And God told Joshua, He says, see. Now, that's a word for someone. You've been blind for so long. You can see opportunities. It's firmly secured against you. You can't still see it. Your eyes are open supernaturally in the mighty name of Jesus. What is God saying Joshua should see? He said, I have given you Jericho. I have given Jericho into your hand, his kings and the mighty men of Velo. 
Can you see that? I have given Jericho into your hand. Though it's firmly secured. Let me tell you when they say Jericho is firmly secured. Let me tell you something. Jericho wall as a tower. There are three reasons why Jericho was firmly secured like that. Because of Israelite. But then Jericho had a very strong, you know, the wall was a very strong and a thick wall. That they built houses on the wall. You see that? It was high, like around 17 feet high. All right? It was like about nine feet thick. All right? Six to nine feet thick or so. You know, 17 feet high. You know, those are the facts about the word of Jericho. And let me tell you something. It was actually meant, you know, to prevent, initially to prevent flooding. All right? And then it was also meant, and, and don't forget, when it was meant to prevent flooding. Bible says when, 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 when the prince of this world or, or when evil rises against you. Bible says like a flood. All right? Holy Spirit will rise against them. So in any way, the Israelites were coming in more or less like a flood. So that's one of the reasons. All right? Not initially, primarily not for the Israelites. But then it was also made because in those days there were different invasions of different cities and countries. So it was also made, you know, for, for them to be on a defensive, for, for defense. It was made for defense. That's why it wasn't just an ordinary wall. It was a wall with a tower. The tower is about 28 feet tall. You see that? The tower is about 28 feet tall. All right? There was a particular ditch around the whole world. You know, the circumference that surrounded the city is about 2,000 feet. All right? And then the ditch was about um, maybe eight or something, you know, eight or nine, you know, feet deep. I mean, very deep. About nine feet deep. Yes. And then 27 feet wide in order to be able to, the ditch that surrounded the wall. So, you know, it was so solid. It's one of the oldest city wall that was so, you know, they, they, they referred to it as an urban, then they referred to it as, 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 as an urban fortification city, a fortified city. You see that? You know, you see. So it was a very strong city. It was a city that was difficult. People that were inside had this rest and safety consciousness because they had that kind of fortified, you know, wall and tower in place for themselves. So flood couldn't come in. Soldiers couldn't come in. All right? But you see what God said. He says, see, I have given you Jericho. Now, regardless of how scientific, how sophisticated, how the company may be, see, I have given you the company. Regardless of how sophisticated, how scientific, how organized, how safe, you know, the country or the government or the party or whichever organization may be, he says, see, I have given it to you. Glory to Jesus. Let me tell you, the wealth of the just, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And then you are the just. And then you are taking over. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And God gave them instruction because of time. God gave them instruction. He said, this is what you are going to do. You are going to march around this country. You are going to march around Jericho, you know, every day. And then you march around with, you know, trumpets, seven, seven men with trumpets. And then you carry the Ark of Covenant. God gave them instruction. And he said, on the seventh day, 
play, there will be a shout and then the, 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 the blowing of the trumpet, the blowing of the trumpet and a shout. And then you'll see what happened. Now, because of time, I want us to quickly go, alright? He gave them the strategy. Now, God doesn't just give a word sometimes. He gives instructions. Those instructions are like strategy. Don't just receive the promise in your heart. Also receive the process. Also receive how God wants you to go about it. Instructions. You know, it matters. So, now, in order to conquer this city, he gave them a strategy. And then, let me tell you, apart from the key major strategy he gave them, is to march around the city and to shout around the city. Can you see that? Is to match. You know, there are certain issues that you just need to dance, you know, around it. You just need to shout around it. You just need to rejoice on that issue. You just need to rejoice on that issue. You went for an interview. You are not too sure of what may happen. I know by yourself, you even graded yourself so low. And then you know that out of many people, you might not be considered. You just need to shout, you know, and shout and shout and shout and give God praise, you know, over that matter, over that interview. You know, you see, you, you, you'll be, you probably have been expecting baby and then it looks like, you know, there's something wrong medically somewhere and then you hear that kind of report and then you just need to shout about it. You just need to give God praise about it. Are you getting what I'm saying? You heard people are losing their job. You are not too sure whether you have lost your home or you are still having your job. You know, you just need to shout about it or you just lost your job or you are not too sure of what is, you know, is, 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 is ahead of you post-COVID. You just need to shout about it. Bible says when men say there is a casting down, we say there is a lifting up. So this is an opportunity for you to shine as light. Bible says, arise and shine for thy light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Gentiles come to your light and kings come to the brightness of your rising. If there is no darkness, Bible says darkness cover the land and gross darkness cover the people. But the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Gentiles come to your light and the kings come to the brightness of your rising. If there is no darkness, if there is no there is no uncertainty in the land, if there is no economic meltdown, no famine, no pestilence, no pandemic, no issues, it will be difficult for a believer to shine. And how to shine as a believer, taking over places, taking over things, being in charge, being in control, is to march with victory consciousness and shout to the place of God. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, you see, when he gave them that instruction, the Ark of Covenant signifies we carrying the Spirit of God. We are the Ark of God. We carry the presence of God. We carry the Spirit of God. We carry the order, city, the power, the power, the authority, the grace, the blessing of God. Have you get what I'm saying? And so, as we march, you know, in our rooms, in our houses, as we march every day, we go out and we give God praise. And once in a while, we just go, who glory to Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. And I will remember a song. We sing the song to praise God, to worship him. We remember an issue. We switch to praise. We remember a challenge. We switch to praise. We remember a problem. We switch to praise. And then, you see, that attitude of gratitude becomes normal with us. Then we start seeing things changing. We start seeing things changing. So that's what God told them. You know, if you go to verse 10, Bible says in verse 10, you know, they've been moving around, they've been moving around, and then, you know, and then Bible says in verse 10, now Joshua had commanded the people saying, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I, I say to you, shout, then you shall shout. 
You see that? So God was, God told, God told Joshua, you know, that they should shout, but that shout must be coordinated. He said, for the first six days, they are not going to make any noise. They just move. They must not say a word. They just move. The reason why God was, you know, very, very much concerned about them not saying a word is that they can breach the spirit. Let me tell you the lesson here. The lesson here is that don't ever say anything contradictory to the word or the promises of God when God is at work. When God has given you a promise, you should go to rest because God is hard work. The only thing you should do when God gives you a promise is what he has told you as a strategy by which the promise will come to pass. The instruction that he has given unto you to carry out, that is where obedience comes in. You obey because you carry out God's instruction. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is what is called obedience. And Bible says, if you are if you are willing and obedient, you will hit the fruit of the land. Isaiah chapter one verse nineteen. So you see that he told them, you know, he told them. He says they should not say a word. So that the reason for that is so that you will not say anything contradictory. My friend, Bible says, by your word you shall be judged, and by your word you shall be condemned. By your word, you shall be justified, and by your word, you shall be condemned. So you must be careful of what you say with your mouth. Glory to Jesus. You must be careful. Now, look at what the Bible says in verse 11. The Bible says in verse 11, it says, So he had the hack of the, of the Lord circle the city, going around, going around it once. And then they, then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning and the priest took, you know, uh, and then they went ahead, blah, blah, blah. Go to verse 15. Bible says, but it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. On that day, only they marched around the city seven times. And the seventh time, and the seventh time it happened, then the priest blew the trumpet that Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. And I am saying to you, by the Spirit of the Lord, is your shouting time because the Lord has given you the organization. He has given you the opportunity. He has given you the land. He has given you the influence. He has given you the authority. He has given you the power. He has given you grace to move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. You must hate your status quo. You must refuse to be satisfied with your level. You must detest at the level, you must detest the level at which you are operating right now. Things must be better around you. You must increase. You must break forth to the left and to the right. How to break forth to the left, left and the right and enlarge your coast is to break forth with singing. To break forth into joy and to shout and give God all the praise. Let's see what it says in verse 20. Verse 20. Verse 20 now. Look at verse 20. It says, so the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpet. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him. And they took the city and they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, hogs and sheep, sheep and donkey. With the edge of the sword. But Joshua had said to the two men who had spied out the city, go and save the house of Rahab. Glory to Jesus. I am telling you, as we rejoice and dance today, you will dance with your heart. You will dance from your spirit. You will shout. You will shout. You will rejoice. You will rejoice. 
You might be the only one in that room, in that house. You will rejoice. You can even be there listening only to the message. Others might not understand you. They don't have to understand you. You will rejoice. It's your time to rejoice because the Lord has given you the city. The Lord has given you the job. The Lord has given you the business. The Lord has given you the land. The Lord has given you the opportunity. The Lord has given you everything that you need. Jericho signifies demonic, worldly, and natural fortress, defense, or security over what God has given you, over what God has given me. I need to shout in order to take over what God has given me. And without taking over that city, we won't move forward. So it's very necessary that we move forward. Psalm 98 verse 4. It says, shout joyfully to the Lord. All the earth break forth in song, rejoice and sing praises to him. That's Psalm 98 verse 4. Psalm 95 verse 1. It says, oh come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. I close with Psalm 47. Lovely scripture. Psalm 47. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Somebody see after me say, I'm moving forward. I'm making progress. Upward and forward only. Upward and forward only. In the name of Jesus, I'm moving forward in my business, in my career. I am moving forward. I'm making progress in the name of Jesus from thousands to millions, from millions to multi-millions, from multi-millions to billions, from billions to multi-billions. Having influence, winning souls, making impact for Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Psalm 47. Now, verse 1 says, Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. <laughs> I know if you have been in church physically right now, you'll be shouting. But you can shout where you are. Glory. <laughs> Ooh, see verse 2. It says, For the Lord God, for the Lord most high is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. He will subdue the people under us. Can you see that? That's taking over the city and the nations under our feet. That's taking over the nations. You see that? That's taking over the nations. Verse 4. He said, He will choose our inheritance for us. He has chosen it. He has subdued them. You see that? That this is Old Testament but New Testament dimension. He has done it. He will choose our inheritance for us. The excellence of Jacob whom he loves. Selah. God has gone up with a shout. You see that? There is a way you magnify God with a shout. He has gone up with a shout. The Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations and sits on his holy throne forever. Amen. Now, God reigns over the nations through us. If we are not over the nations, God is not reigning. I know he has that general power over the nations. But you see, let me tell you the truth. When we are in those places, Bible says when the righteous rule, the city or the country is at rest. There is peace in the land. I tell you, you have to rise up. You know, I told you I sense the anointing for governance. You have to rise up. Anointing for management. Anointing for leadership, for influence. You have to rise up. Are you getting what I'm saying? Rise up, rise up. And how to rise up to take over the city is to rejoice. You know, a forceful advancement begins with a shout. There was a time Ark of Covenant came into the gathering of, into the camp of Israel. You know, when they said, um, um, you know, uh, there was battle formation between them and the Philistines. And when the Philistines heard the shout, they were so terrified. Let me tell you, if you hear your opponents shouting, there is a way you can be demoralized. Your shouting alone demoralizes the opposition. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Leave the city without offense. Leave the city without war. Expose the city for you to take over. And that's how you're going to take over in your business. That's how you're going to advance. That's how you're, you don't know any other way. You don't have any other means. The only person you know is Christ, is God, and is the king of all the earth. And the instruction he has given is that for you to move forward, one of the things you do, all right, is to believe him, listen to him, and shout and rejoice. Rejoice over the matters. Forget the things of the past. I've said it. Concerning things happening in your life right now, rejoice. I tell you, concerning where you are going, which the Lord has shown to you, and you don't know how to get to anywhere, rejoice. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, rise up and begin to rejoice. Glory to Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Father, we thank you as we go to worship you and bless you. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word by Pastor Toka of Messiah, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact plus 234-8035-858047 or send a mail to talkwayoutbesire at gmail.com. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny.